Welcome to the Power Peanuts podcast, where all we do is discuss what's going on in the world of sports and make up dumb names for podcasts. Along with me, Frank Pitterini, I'm Tyler Maines. Frank, today let's start talking about uh, Kyler Murray, the man that seems to be on everyone's mind right now. Uh, yes, Kyler just committed to the NFL draft, and um, as a shock to a lot of people. And as of right now, he has two. Di- the A's have two days to try to get him back to the Major League Baseball. Yeah, so somebody who played it, um, who played in Oklahoma. He played baseball and football in college and was amazing at both. So he was drafted, I think he was drafted eighth overall in the first round of last year's baseball draft. And now he just committed to the NFL draft yesterday. So I think he, he, I think he has the chance to become the first player ever to be a first round pick in both sports. So I think he, if, if he is going to go through with football, I think he's easily a top 10 pick. There really is no wrong decision for Kyler Murray right now. Because he's, prob- he's one of the top prospects from last year's Major League Baseball draft. And like you said, if he goes in the NFL draft, he's going to be a top pick by some team that needs a quarterback. Hopefully the Giants, but I don't think he's going to drop that for him. Hopefully the Giants. That'd be nice. That would be I nice. I like it. But I don't think he's going to drop all the way to six. To if, you, if you were Kyler Murray, what would you do? I would go to baseball. Because I, I just think he's a better baseball player. I know it's hard to believe that, like. So high, you think that you think the Heisman Trophy winner, yeah, is a better baseball player. <laughs> I've seen him play baseball. He can, he can play. Yeah, and um, and it's really his decision. I mean, there's really, like I said, there is no wrong answer, because yeah, he can make it in both leagues very well. But I know football is probably the more popular choice. But I him, I go to baseball because the A's kind of need his help right now. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about that. But I mean, in my eyes, if if I'm offered if I'm offered money, a fair amount of money in baseball and football, I'm I'm gonna choose baseball because I know I'm gonna play longer. That's true. That's true as well. I mean, football, you're only gonna probably be playing 10, 10 years tops. Baseball, you can go for fifteen. Maybe. maybe I mean, plus with plus with football. If he's not if he's not like a stud quarterback, he probably won't even play ten years. Yeah. And right now he'd be play, he'd be paid more as a football player, but like you said, you go less. So the money you make in the long run is probably more if you play baseball, even though it's not the same right away. Right. Plus, if you played football, would you rather be paid a couple extra million dollars and have a cu- and have a possible? lifelong injury like brain injury yeah like CTE or something yeah or would you play baseball which don't really get anything after that yeah granted every once in a while there's some weird injury that people have for a long time yeah for the 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 most part the odds of that are for the most part it's clean bill of health after you leave baseball I mean and then you can make the argument that he's a quarterback and the majority and statistically quarterbacks don't really get CTE I don't I get that, but like the risk is just too high. Yeah, it's you know what I yeah, mean? it's there. And like even if you are a quarterback, you, I get that you're not as likely, but you still have a pretty good shot of something going wrong with football, as it usually does. So. Yeah, and plus baseball. I mean, if he if he does end up choosing football, I think that the main one of the main things he's thinking about right now is. If I choose baseball, I'm probably going to be in the minor leagues for like three or four years before I even get a shot at the major leagues. True. So, and whereas in the NFL, 
You could be out there week one playing for your team. Maybe a week one starter, probably. Right. Especially the top ten pick, which yeah. so far it looks like he would be if he chose to go to the NFL. Yeah. So that is a good point. But I think in the long run, the better choice would probably be baseball. I Because, mean, like, like we said, the injury risk is very high in football. And it's just, like, it's better for your body, honestly. Like, the wear and tear of football just tears you down after, like you said, like 10 years. But baseball, guys go for 20 years, and then they still manage, they still coach after that. But after you retire from football, that's pretty much it. You don't really do anything football-related anymore. And <clears throat> so, yeah. But ultimately, it's his decision, you know. There is... I, just, I think there's a better chance right now he goes to football, just from what I've been hearing. But there always is a slight chance he might change his mind for a second time. Right. I mean, if you look at the uh, if you look at the NFL draft or <coughs> now, um, I think Vegas recently came out with the odds of where Kyler Murray would go, and the highest team on the odds list was the Raiders, and the Raiders have the fourth overall pick. So let's say that were to happen. So then he would be the fourth overall pick. And especially with the Raiders, I mean, you don't, you don't know what they might do with Derek Carr. But if I'm John Gruden, he might be my week one starter, Kyler Murray. Yeah, that might be the best bet. Especially the way they've been playing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, they're not going to do anything with Derek Carr, as we saw last season. Even number two on the list was the Jaguars, who... Have, they have Blake Bortles, but that's not really that's, saying yeah, much. It's not a great quarterback to have build your young team around. I mean, they made the AFC Championship last year and almost beat the Patriots, and that was without a great quarterback. Just imagine where they can go with a good quarterback. Yeah. But you also see the Giants on there at six before Jacksonville. Yeah, it's so, true. If the Giants really want to make a splash, they, they draft Murray if he's still there, which... I don't think he will be because I think Oakland's going to take him. But if, if he's still there, the Giants should take him and trade Eli for something of value. A couple picks maybe. I don't know if they would exactly trade Eli because I think he's on like a one-year contract. And I think there's probably something in there saying, like, don't trade me. Cause I don't think there's a no-trade clause in football. But I think there's something that says we're going to let you finish your career out here. But I think they have the Jaguars' odds higher than the Giants because the Giants aren't really known as a team that can make a big splash in the draft. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you saw last year that was Saquon Barkley, but Saquon Barkley's a once-in-a-generation yeah. kind of guy. You're not going to get another Saquon Barkley. No. So I think that was a one-time thing. And, like, I've been following... I've been a Giants fan my whole life, obviously. And the... I've been following the drafts in depth for probably the past five or so years. And there's always like one guy that I always was looking at. And there was one guy that I always wanted the Giants to get. And they never got that one guy. So, and that one guy that I always wanted ended up being nothing special. So, like years ago when they drafted Odell Beckham, yeah. I wanted them to get Eric Ebron. I couldn't even tell you who that is. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. <laughs> so that's it. that just shows you that 
I, and like no one really was high on I mean people were high on Odell Beckham but like he wasn't like the number one receiver in the class yeah so it wasn't even anything big he was just this under the radar guy that they picked up and then he just turned into an absolute star so they probably made the right pick not go yeah. with your I mean and the first time that I really saw them make a splash was last year with Saquon Barkley and that's not and that was the obvious pick yeah who so clearly made an impact on the team so I would hope that they that they draft Saqu- uh, Kyler Murray but if they go with like a Dwayne Haskins kind of guy out of Ohio State, I wouldn't be surprised judging by the front office of the team. That wouldn't be a bad pick either, though. Yeah. So, Giants have options, believe it or not. First time saying that in a while, but, yeah. I mean, it really, it really all depends on who goes before them. I think the Raiders are looking at a quarterback, so. Yeah. Alright, so let's go to, let's go over the Pacers. I know you wanted to talk about the Pacers. I love the Pacers. They have such a balanced team. It's unbelievable right now. They're this the third team in the East, and they're only back three and a half games from the, the number one seed, uh, I think it's the Raptors right now. And they're just they're just they just can't they just can't lose right now. They're on a huge streak. Victor Oladipo is playing like another all-star, but he probably won't get it because it's Indiana. Small market team looked at the ball last time. Victor Oladipo is averaging 20 points a game and five, five rebounds and five assists. Sabonis is at almost averaging a double-double. And then it's just like Miles, even Miles Turner is averaging like 15 a game. This team is so balanced, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're killing it right now. Everyone's playing out of their minds, and I think I think Oladipo will get the All Star. I think he's like fifth in the All Star voting right now for the East. But you you look at those standings, and the Celtics have the, the Celtics have been struggling lately. The Sixers haven't been playing real 76ers basketball, and then all of a sudden the Pacers are two games out of the uh, two games back of the Bucks, who in the beginning of the season was. At least my pick for the East. Yeah. And then three they're only three and a half games out of the Raptors in the number one spot. Who are undisputed top two team in the East. So Right. So got, then you put put the Pacers with those teams, then it's like, whoa, these guys can play. Let's see where they can take this. Even last year they showed really great potential, but they just didn't didn't make the final push in the playoffs. Right. And this year they they just seemed to hit the right switch, you know? Yeah. And they're all playing together. They're all playing really well. And it's just, they're a really fun team to watch, to be honest with you. And, like, I was watching Victor Oladipo against the Bulls a couple weeks ago, and he just, he, he rose up and hit a game winner, bank shot, three-pointer. And it was just so entertaining to watch. And it doesn't look like there's much... I mean, the Raptors are on a five-game winning streak right now. So they're, I mean, they're going ahead and... Easily the number one team in the East, I think. Yeah. So there's really not many teams that are like running away with it. I think I think if the Pacers wanted to, and the way that, especially the way they've been playing lately, they're eight and, eight and two in the past ten games, which only the Raptors and the Bucks are. I think they can really push this thing and pass pass the Bucks and maybe pass the Raptors by the All Star break. 
That's a, that's a real possibility right that's, now. That's my bold prediction. There yeah. you go. Bold prediction. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Pacers pass the, pass the Raptors for first place in the East by the All-Star break. Can I offer my own hot take? Sure. Um, I have Pacers going to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Hot take. Either beating out the Bucks or the Raptors in the second round. Depending on, who, on where they finish. I see the Celtics also going out in the first round. Really? Yeah. That's a scorching take. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. I don't know. That's tough. Celtics Celtics getting booted. By who? Well, as is right now, they would be playing the Sixers. Yeah, but you got to see the Celtics so, as a top four seed in the East, though. Right. So, if I'm looking at them as a top four seed in the East, then they, be, they may be playing the Nets or the Heat. They get booted by the Heat? Dude, the Heat have been hot. That's true as well. No That's pun intended. True. They've been hot. <laughs> That's also true. I mean, they 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 were playing well, and then they just got Dion Waiters back. And they've been yeah they've been on. A and then they now they're hot. Yeah. So. Well, I have another hot take because uh, apparently this podcast today is just hot takes. Yeah. Clippers advance to the second round. Clippers going to the second round. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I see them. Getting like a, like a six, a five or six. Listen, seed. listen. If if they're in the right spot and they're playing a team like Portland or Houston, Houston, who just lost Clint Capello for another six weeks or so. Yeah, Houston. Houston is a team that has shown that they can struggle in the postseason. Yeah, but they also have the MVP James Harden, which we talked about last week. So by that logic, it's going to be the Bucks <laughs> and the Rockets in the in the finals. Yeah. By that logic, we're not going to hear anything from the Warriors, right? <laughs> Warriors, Thunder, uh, Nuggets, don't nothing, eat any of them. Nothing, nothing. They're all out. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Raptors, no. No shot. But yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm high on the Clippers. I, I really like Tobias Harris. I like, I like Pat Beverly for his defense. They got a pretty good squad going down there. Low key, no one really talks about them. Like the Pacers, and just no one really talks about them. I think people talk about them. People talk about them plenty because they got James Harden. No, the Clippers, not the Rockets. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Clippers. Quiet. How are the Spurs a seven seed? Spurs haven't been playing well this year. Pop, Pop's not been Pop. That's true, but they still got the talent though. I guess the West is just so loaded this year. Pop's got that Santa beard, and all of a sudden he's not Pop anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, I got one question for you, Tyler. Yeah. Where do you see the Lakers shaking out the in the playoff Lakers. race? At the end of the season? Yes, end of the season. Let's see. They're, they're the nine seed right now in the West. Who can... Easily hop the Jazz, the Spurs. They're, they can easily hop the Jazz and the Spurs. Possibly the Clippers. Possibly the Clippers. When it's all said and done, I see the Lakers in the 7 or 8 seed going into the first round. And then maybe even the 6. Poss- very possible to be in the 6 seed. And then I see the... Actually, no. Scratch everything I just said. 
scratch everything I just said. I see the Lakers in the four seed. Hot take. Four seed going into the playoffs. The only reason they're so far down right now is because they've been playing without LeBron. That's true. As soon as they get LeBron back, they're jumping like four spots. I see them finishes in like a five seed or a six seed. They, four, if they, get, they get the four, they could play a team like the Clippers or the Trailblazers. And beat them first round, probably. Beat them the first round. Yeah, because the playoff LeBron is just no one else comes close. So, What I want to see is I want to see them get to four and have home court throughout the series against the Rockets. That would be interesting. That's what I want to see. That would only be interesting if Chris Paul and Clint Capello are playing them. Right. Because other than that, I don't think that Lakers are going to take that one. And I have, no, I have one more question for you, Ty. Do you believe the Knicks should straight up tank for Zion? They're, they're doing a pretty good job right now. Well, hold on. Because right now, they're the fourth well, hold, team. Hold, 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 hold on. Because now you're saying that Zion is the, is the number one pick, easily. Yes. Do you not agree? No. Really? Yeah. Who do you have in the open I got R.J. Barrett going number oh, one. That's tough. It depends. It, honestly, it depends. It depends who's the number one pick. R.J. Barrett's a guard. Yeah. So, I don't think... I, let's say... Okay, so what, let's Cle- say... Cleveland doesn't need a guard. Let's say, let's say the Cavaliers get the number one overall pick. Yeah. They don't need R.J. Barrett. They don't. They have Colin Sexton. They have Colin Sexton, who is an absolute stud, and, and that's a story and, in of itself. And Delavadova now. So, they don't need a guard. Right. So, if that works... Then the Cavs get Zion, and the Knicks get Barrett. Well, you also got so yes. you also got to look at the Suns. Who the Suns gonna pick? Because they're they're near the, the bottom too. And then there's the Bulls as well. Yeah. But I believe the Knicks are just straight. Well, the Suns don't. The Suns don't need Barrett. The, but do they the need Bulls. Zion? If, if they pick Zion, if they get if they somehow tank even more and get Zion, then then the Cavs are going to have to pick Barrett because there's no other choice. No other model. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the obvious one, too. Yeah. Let's see. Who needs a guard? The Bulls? <laughs> hey, the Bulls, you... no. They, need, they have Zach Levine. And, and Dunn. They don't need a guard. I don't think Zach Levine is the long-term point guard, though. Well, I'm talking about for for next year, after this draft. I don't, I, they don't, I don't think they need him. I'm just saying, if you want a point guard, I think R.J. Barrett's the way to go. But they have Chris Dunn, so if they if they got the number one pick, they pick Zion because they don't have a force. So then the Suns would pick Zion. Zion. Yeah. Cavs would pick Zion. Yeah. Knicks would probably. Knicks pick would Zion. go. Knicks would go best available. They go Zion. Probably Zion. So even though R.J. Barrett, in my mind, and a lot of people's minds, should be the number one overall pick, he won't go number one. Yeah. Just because of team needs. And then let's ha- let's hypothetically say that the Hawks get there. They're going to pick Zion, too. Yeah. They they need the farthest thing from a guard. They got Trey Young, who just shoots the ball whenever he wants. So they don't need a guard either. I think the only team that is in, possibly in the race right now to pick up R.J. Barrett number one, if we even want to say that they're in the race, probably the Pistons. I can see the Knicks picking Barrett. 
over Zion, number one? No, I mean... I That's what know. I'm saying. Out of... Because well, they don't really like... If you, you, have the, right if you have the number one pick... And I'm the Knicks? And you're... If, okay, if you're the number one pick... And you're the Cavaliers. Are you taking Zion or yes, RJ? I'm taking Zion. Or if you're, if you're the Knicks, are you taking RJ or Zion? Number one. Number one. Zion. If you're the Bulls, are you taking RJ or Zion? Zion. If you're the Hawks, RJ or Zion? Zion. If you're the Suns, RJ or Zion? Zion, because I got Devin Booker. Right. If you're the Wizards, Zion. RJ or I Zion? Got John Wall and Bradley Beal. Zion. Exactly. Pistons. I got Reggie Jackson still, right? I'm still taking RJ Barrett. Really? Yeah. They got they got Jackson and and Bradley. I think they still need a forward. I think it's still Zion. Uh, no. They don't have a small forward. It can't be. They don't have a small forward. Who's their small forward? If you tell me who this small forward is, I will receive. Don't don't look it up. Tell me right now. It's Otto Porter. Even I know that. It's Otto Porter, and I don't like Otto Porter. So I'm gonna sure I'm gonna get rid of Otto Porter. No, it's not. Dude, the Wizards, not the, not the Pistons. I said the Pistons. I'm talking about, we're talking about the Pistons. Then it's, um, then it's Bullock. Obviously, the Wizards don't need Barrett. Yeah, so then it's Bullock, then. So I'm still taking time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who do they have a small forward? Who do they have a guard? They got Jackson and Avery Bradley. I'm taking... I'm taking R.J. Barrett over Reggie Jackson. If you want, you're telling me that if you're the Pistons, you're not going to pair Blake Griffin with Zion Williamson. I'm saying I already have Blake Griffin, so I already have a stud forward. You don't want to see the high-flying shenanigans that Blake Griffin and Zion Williamson are going to have. If no, I want to see a team win. They're not going to win if one, one player. What says one player? They if they get Zion Williamson, they don't have a guard. If they get Zion Williamson, Wait, Reggie Jackson's their point guard. Reggie Jackson's a, a good point guard. He's not a scorer. He's a facilitator. So why not take... Uh, let's see. I'm not saying don't take one over the other one. I'm just saying if I'm the Pistons, I see them taking Zion. I think their, their lineup is big enough. Yeah, but like, they don't need the card. Because they got Brad... They need the forward. Well, they don't really need anybody. But, but like, well, clearly they do. <laughs> they need some help, but it's not in the positions they want. They don't have an open position, if you know what I mean. So if there was a position that you're saying was open, you would say it forward. would be small forward. Really? Yes. Who's a small forward? Tell me right now. If we're just talking forwards and guards, not shooting guards, small forward, power forward, point guard. They also they still need a forward. Guards and forwards. You have skill at forward with Blake Griffin. And you have you have facilitating at point guard with Reggie Jackson. So you, and you have defense you have Blake Griffin. Yes. So you have his skill. Then your guard. You're saying their best guard is Reggie Jackson. The overall. Overall, their best guard. Yes. Okay. So you have Blake Griffin and Reggie Jackson. Who skill wise needs more help? Okay, but Reggie Jackson. Or Blake Griffin. But if you pair Jackson with Avery Bradley, they make a nice pair. Blake Griffin doesn't have another pair that he can go with. If you put Zion there, they, they have the athleticism, the rebounding, and of course the dunking, which everyone wants to see. But, you know, that's a whole separate thing. Where'd you get Avery Bradley from? Isn't he still on there? No. Why? Well, my whole point's smooth, though. 
Well, there you go. Pick, pick R.J. Barrett. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been arguing for the past five or so minutes about who they should pick. Oh, you don't even know. Where's Avery Bradley? I don't even know. Google. I thought he was still in Detroit. Avery Bradley. Clippers. Oh, my God. Is he in the Blake Griffin trade? I guess he was, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, you win. <laughs> Sorry. In my defense, you didn't know this In your defense, you've lost an argument. I won the last Because one. you were unknowledgeable of the <laughs> roster of the topic. All right. I think that's enough basketball. I don't know. I say we keep going. You want I, to keep going? I like this. All right. We can keep going. What do you, what do you want to talk about next? Um, I don't know. You want to go to all-star voting? Or you want to go back to the MVP race? Because I think I already won that argument. All right. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the MVP race for a while. Because Harden I don't know. Just... You, wanted, you wanted to talk about the all-star voting. Hold on. Harden just passed Kobe for the most thirty consecutive 30-point games in NBA history. All right. You know what? That's great. <laughs> so there you go. A couple weeks ago, LeBron probably passed somebody in the all-time scoring ranking. So why just not? Let's just give him MVP. <laughs> 17 straight games with 30 points. You're not telling me he's MVP? Hassan Whiteside probably passed somebody in blocks on, like, somewhere far down on the all-time list. Let's just give him the MVP. 17 consecutive 30-point games. And you're not telling me he's MVP? He had a 50-point triple-double last week. We're not talking 50. about oh, my, MVP. I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. You get me so mad. It gets me so angry. You wanted to talk about the All-Star voting. Yeah. Okay. So this is why I don't like you when I don't like when you make the list of what we talk about because we want to talk about the Mets later. Hey, the Mets are doing pretty well. All right, what do you what do you want to say about the All Star really? Um, it's probably much improved from last time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely say there was a lot more. Yeah. Uh, of course, you are, you do see Demarcus Cousins in there still. Yeah, that's around. ridiculous. Um. But besides that, I mean, it's pretty, pretty improved. Hey, Lonzo's on there now. Lonzo is. That's on all there. that matters. Lonzo's on the board. But I do like, I do like the shooting, the guard selection for the East and Dwayne Wade number two. You gotta go out strong. Yeah. He's uh, been playing well. I mean, I would, like I would, slacking. I would not say that he's number, that he's been playing like a number two player in the East. I mean, no. Number two guard in the East. It's not like he's. But he's, to be he's been playing like he. If this were like not his last season, I would have no problem putting him like. I put him number six. eight. Yeah, maybe even six. I don't know. About yeah, six. I, put a, I put him six in front of Kyle Lowry. I'd put him ahead of Zach Levine. I don't know about Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's been balling lately. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, he's still playing like a friggin' all star. So. Yeah. And then what else we got? Vince Carter's still on there. Which I do like. He's not going to get in, but he's still on there. Why won't he get in? Because of all the guards in front of him. Or uh, front court. How many, how, many, uh, how, many, how many guys make it? Top five in each category. Oh, really? Maybe top, I don't know. How many is that? Five, ten, fifteen? Yeah, that's twenty. So you need like eleven. Uh, maybe top seven or eight. So he might, he might I, think I, I think they, they got a lot of be- they got a big bench for the All Star games. He might squeeze in there. Might be yeah. I think he'll get in. 
Especially with injuries. Not sure injuries do play a role. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, like, if Giannis breaks his leg, then he's in. Well, if Giannis breaks his leg, then I definitely win the MVP argument. So there you go. Listen, man, you cannot ever, (laughs) ever count out the king. (laughs) I talked about this last week. This is exactly what I said. Never count out LeBron. That's what I said. All right, we're not talking about the MVP, though. Because I'd win. I already won. You know, I saw an Instagram post today. It was like, if the season were to end today, this is what the uh, this is what the off season awards would be. Yeah. The MVP. Let's see if you can guess it. Who is the MVP? They probably had Giannis on there. All right, good. Who was the rookie of the year? Andre. Okay, good. Uh, what are the other awards? Defensive player of the year. I give it to AD. I think they had Paul George. All right, that's debatable. Um, okay, that's fine. Six man. D Rose, no doubt. And Lou Williams. Are you serious? Again. I don't, I don't know. Where you're I mean, I don't know Lou Williams' game that much, but I still give it to D Rose. And then Coach of the Year has got to be. Um, I give it to Mike Budenholzer, to be honest with you. I forgot who they gave. Who that? He coaches. Um, how did I forget this? I literally just forgot. Fox? Yeah, yeah. I think he might have given it to him. That's how I give it to him. And then most improved player would probably be, I don't know, Cyclone Dean, probably. So now I'm curious. Now I'm going to find it. <laughs> now, <you're laughs> now, now I want to know. Um, I think it was like ESPN posted it. ESPN. Yes. Yeah. Giannis for MVP. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic for Rookie of the Year. Lou Williams for Sixth Man. Paul George, Defensive Player of the Year. And Mike Budenholzer for Coach of the Year. Yeah. Yep. Now, usually it's Brad Stevens, but the Celtics are a little little rough right now. So. Yeah. You know. They'll come back. It'll be all right. All right. Well, Colin Sexton's going to come alive in the second half. He'll, he'll win the review. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you want to move on to the NFL playoffs? Yes, the NFL. Finally, the Cowboys and Eagles are out. The bane of Giants fans exist. It is about time. Now, I apologize to Jet fans, but you guys know the routine. The Patriots are going to move on past the, uh, the Chiefs on Sunday, and they'll, and they'll go on to the Super Bowl. Of course, as they always do. Yeah, because, you know. Tom Brady. NFL. Yeah, NFL, Tom Brady. Bill Belichick. Yeah. So, yeah, the Patriots absolutely obliterated the Chargers. It was horrible. They made a mockery of themselves. The game was over in the first quarter. It was horrible. Um, I started watching Happy Gilmore at halftime. <laughs> That's how bored I was. I somehow managed to watch the whole game. And, and then the Eagles played the Saints. Which was a very interesting game. That was a good game. Yes. And Alshon Jeffrey, as happy as it makes me feel, <laughs> is the new Des Bryant. <laughs> that is true. He will now be a meme for all of eternity until somebody else in the NFC East makes a 
dumb play in the play. I really shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> now I'm going to jinx it. Yeah, now it's, now it's going to last like one year. And it'll be Odell next year. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Manning or Odell for Barkley. Oh. But yeah, that, that was a good game though. That was a good Keeping game. Under the wire, last two minutes, and then you know. Nick Foles, man. Butterfingers. <laughs> Nick Foles is so he's real. Giants sign him this offseason. What do you think? I don't know. I I would like it. I would love it. Yeah. I mean, I, they have a need for it. I mean, this is this is my thought, and I pitched this to some people, and they never thought about it this way. Let's say, hypothetically, the Giants go out and they sign Nick Foles. Yeah. So that figures out the quarterback need for years to come. Because he's, he's set. So yeah, you draft offensive linemen in the draft. Yeah. So you got the sixth overall pick. You got some studs coming out of college. You're going to get a good guy. This is an absolutely packed offensive line and defensive line draft. So you're going to get somebody good. So why not spend the sixth overall pick and get somebody like that? Then, you go with Nick Foles for a couple more years. If I'm going to sign him, I'd maybe sign him two or three years. If that. And then maybe next year or the year after that, I draft a Tua Tango Vailoa or a Trevor Lawrence in the draft. But are they are they playing to be bad again so they can get those picks? And so here's where I drop the bomb on you. Okay. And I say, trade Odell Beckham. Wow. If you trade Odell Beckham for... Like Oakland's first round pick or something? For picks. Yeah. And obviously that top slot pick. Mm-hmm. Then you can get two or Trevor Lawrence. Then you got... Let's, let's say it's Trevor Lawrence because I like Trevor Lawrence better personally. Let's say it's Trevor Lawrence. Alabama Lamb. Trevor Lawrence better? Okay. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a better NFL quarterback. Uh, oh, okay. Shocking let's say, let's say you get Trevor Lawrence. You got Trevor Lawrence. You got Saquon Barkley not being wasted anymore. You got Sterling Shepard, who I think is a number one receiver on a lot of teams. Just hasn't yeah. been given the chance. True. Um... And a couple of years from now, who knows what the wide receiver market looks like, and who yeah, knows what. As, as a Giants fan, do you want to wait five or six years before they can win again? This isn't five or six years. This is like two or three. Well, you, you keep waiting a couple of years for them to draft. You can't keep waiting, keep waiting, keep waiting. Especially not in New York. In New York, they're not gonna wait that long. I say after this year, Giants fans are pretty much over with losing. Even after the hot streak they went on at the end of the season. That's true. On the other hand, you got to think about it as you're gonna lose the fence. I guess. I guess you gotta. Lo- I guess you gotta win now. You don't have to win right now, but you have to compete. At least you don't have to win. You have to compete. If I'm gonna compete, I'm gonna win. Yeah. Ideally, you like to win, but you could settle for competing. I don't want to compete and then finish second in the NFC East to the Cowboys every year every single year or the Eagles or the Redskins who pretty much seems like we're revolving door about who wins the NFC East every year oh yeah it is it's really the most thrown I'm trying I'm trying to pull up what the it's like the NFC have, East winners from the past year yeah there haven't been back to back winners since like 2002 or something something like that 
Yeah, I think the Eagles were the last team to do it. In, yeah, like 2002 and Years ago. So, it's, it's pretty much a throw-up division. Like, whoever plays well that season. It's not really, like, the Patriots are there. Or like. Well, the thing you can think about it, if you don't win the division one year, you're guaranteed a 33% chance of winning it the next year. That's also true. <laughs> you have good odds of winning So, every team has a 25% chance of winning the division. Very good except you're the Except if you're the Patriots... The Redskins, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants. Because then you have the Patriots have a hundred percent chance of winning the division. True. And then between the four teams in NFC East, you either have a thirty-three percent chance or zero. (laughs) It's good logic. So yeah, Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 2003 or something. Uh, Let's see. Last year was Dallas. Yeah, Yeah, 2003, 2004. The Eagles won a back match. Since then, there has not been a repeat winner in the NFC East. How crazy is that? And the Giants have only won it three times. That there's also that. <laughs> Since then. Since 2004. Since 2004. Yeah, so that's not good either. That's why you kind of have to win now. I know I kind of said you don't really. And they won to... the Super Bowl. One of those two times. Well, one of those three times. Yeah, didn't they, they win? They won as it a as a card? yeah. They won it as a wild card yeah, team. Yeah. Oh, that was a great year. <laughs> that was for the years. Oh, that, those were the days. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Tyler's plan for the uh, for the Giants years to come. I feel like I missed that up. It seems so much better in my head. I don't know where I went wrong. It did. No, it, hold on. It be, I got I got to think about it. You want to talk about it next week? Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it next week because I feel like I had a plan. I told somebody about it, and they were like, "Wow, that's genius!" And I don't think that was it. Okay, so we'll come back to it. We'll yeah, I'll co- we'll come back to it next week. What did you think of the Colts and the Chiefs game? That was a, it was a good game, but I mean, the Chiefs are just too good for yeah. anybody. The Chiefs cannot be stopped. And, I mean, I, I can't wait for this weekend because, I mean, this is the, these are the championship games that we've been waiting for for the whole season. Yeah. I the think whole year. Every, we, everyone everyone knew it was going to be these four teams. Yeah. No, no matter what the seeding was, no matter if the Pats happened to get a wild card spot, no matter who or what happened, we knew it was going to be these four teams. And I'm so happy it is because we're in for some really good games. So let's say, so let's start off with the Patriots and Chargers, uh, Patriots and the Chiefs. Who do you have winning the game? In my heart, the Chiefs. In my brain, possibly the Pats. Just because I, uh, they just never lose. Like they somehow always find a way to win. That's good logic. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not possible. You can't. Just, they just always found a way to do it. But I, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes might pull it out. First team. Him, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. I Hill. really hope they do. I really hope they do too. And the whole country really hopes they do. The entire country except for the New England they have, area. They have the entire <coughs> United States rooting for them. They have the entire United States they besides have, Massachusetts, have, Rhode Island, and like maybe Connecticut. They have like 47 states rooting for them. Yeah. And everyone... Uh, and then Across the rest, the and then the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. So, 
<laughs> we can hope. <laughs> I think the, the Patriots won the, the won their regular season matchup. They did on a last second field goal. So there's that. That doesn't mean a lot though. No. Especially as we've seen in history, regular season matchups and put in postseason mean absolute zero. True. Uh, speaking of the Rams and the Saints. I got the Saints. That's a safe pick. I'm a safe guy. I don't. I don't, I, like I don't know about this game. Because I want to go to the Rams so badly. Yeah. But as we mentioned before, the Saints just the Saints beat them in the regular season, and it wasn't really a close game. It wasn't. I mean, it was a close game, but like. It was one. It was one-sided. It felt like it Pretty was a lot bigger than it was. Yeah. So, but I want, I want the Rams to win, just because I want to see a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. How awesome would that be? Oh my god, that'd be awesome. But I think the Saints are pulling out. But if the if the Rams ran run like they did against the Cowboys last week, then they're gonna be tough because C.J. Anderson runs for 123 yards and two touchdowns. And then Todd Gurley runs for another 115 yards with another touchdown. They're going to be tough to beat. But that being said, the Saints probably... Oh, and how, how great would it be if we got another Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl? I, that, would, that would be great. I would love to see that. But it seems unlikely. I think if we got... If we saw the Rams and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, bold prediction. Hot take? Hot take. Um, the most viewed Super Bowl ever. Ooh, that's... Dude. And now, usually that's not a hot take because usually the views go... They keep going And the up. ratings, they go up and up and up every single year. But because it's the NFL and because of the scrutiny that they've been been under this year, past year or so... Yeah. I mean, ratings have been going... have been plummeting. Yeah. Because of it. But if you have a small market team like the Chiefs and then the Rams who just went to L.A. If you get the Chiefs and the Rams, A, there's no Patriots. So you get views just because (laughs) of that. There's There's no Patriots. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Patriots fans, I'm sorry, but you you know it's true. (laughs) No one wants to see your team. No one wants to see you in the Super Bowl again. Sorry. It's, yeah. It's like the Warriors playing the NBA Finals. No one wants to see them in the the Finals. Yeah. Um, But plus, going off that... And then what happened in the regular season this year? Yeah. I mean, people are saying that was the greatest NFL game ever. It, it, it had to be one of the top NFL games for, in a while. I watched it too, and it was, it was crazy. It was insane. I remember I fell asleep right before the game started. <laughs> I do remember that. So I did not get to watch the game. Tyler hated himself for like a solid month after that. <laughs> But I watched the highlights the next morning, and it was it was something. It was it was one of the most back and forth games I've seen in a long time. And I don't watch a lot of NFL, but that was insane. So that would be a great Super Bowl. That would be an ideal Super Bowl. All right, so we just got a couple more minutes left, and then you wanted to get to the Mets. So let's talk about the Mets. I think they're going to do well. I really do. I think they have a chance to win that. All right, so that'll do it for the Power Peanuts podcast. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs)
you think the New York Metropolitans are going to succeed in what people call Major League Baseball? <laughs> yes. Solely because of the pitching. And that's the only reason. I, Wilson Ramos is underrated by far. Edwin Diaz is one of the best closers in, in Major League Baseball. I agree. Can't argue with that. No. And Robinson Cano, even though he's like a like a crack, like a drug druggy man, because you know I got suspended, he can still play. Doesn't make you a crackhead. I know. I'm just, I'm really just kidding. Just kidding. But Robinson Cano can still play. So. I said old fart, and that would make more sense. <laughs> but um, they also have Ahmed Rosario, who's coming to the second year, so he should be pretty good. Jeff McNeil, if I'm getting his name right, yeah, yeah, who should also be good. And then should. there's a lot, of, there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts about this team. I'm, but, waiting, you know, I'm waiting for you to mention Tim Tebow. Not, I don't, I don't want to talk about Tim Tebow. Um, and then Michael Conforto, who is always good, even yeah. though he doesn't get recognition for it, always good. And then you have Jacob DeGrom, and El Cy Young winner, Noah Syndergaard, one of the best pitchers in the National League, Jason Vargas, who's awful, you know, which is kind of there. And then uh, Seth Lugo is pretty good. And who am I forgetting? God, who am I forgetting? I always do this. I always stump. Um, you got who mentioned him again? Um, Syndergaard, Degrom. Yes. Yes. Lugo. Yeah. Vargas. Wheeler. Wheeler. That's it. Zach Wheeler. So, um, so yeah, they're gonna their pitching is gonna be really good, as it always is. So where do you think they'll finish by the end of the season? In the East. In the NL East. Just behind the Atlanta Braves. Like I'm speaking no more than four games. So you're saying second place? Yes. By no more than four games. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Hot take. So you don't have the Phillies in the postseason is what you're saying? No. Really? If they get Bryce Harper, yes. They don't get Bryce Harper, no. Well, we're assuming that they get either Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. You can't assume that, though. I don't think they're walking away with none of them. I, for right now, it seems like a possibility. What news have you been following? <laughs> Manny Machado going to Chicago, and then Bryce might go back to, Nat- to the Nationals. That's the news I've been following. So... Right now, as of right now, on January 15th, 2019, Mets finished second in the NL East. 7.06 p.m. 7.06 p.m. Just in case any uh, Manny Machado or Bryce Harper report comes out in the next couple hours. Yeah, 7.06 p.m. See, I have the Phillies winning, uh, being in the World Series. Are you seriously? Hot take. <laughs> January 15, 2019. January 15, 2019, 7.06 p.m. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. Heard it here first. Why not? Chicago is still there. Okay. The National League. Okay. It's open. Wide open. Okay, I see that. Anybody. But. Wide open. The Dodgers are still there. 
the diamond, doc, take the diamond, St. Louis is still there. Chicago is still there. Milwaukee is still there. You have them beating all those teams. They don't need to beat all of them. You, you beat- have them finish. Being better than all those teams. I never said that. I said that they. I said that along the way they will find themselves in the postseason, and then they will find themselves in the World Series with a 2009 rematch. Yankees Phillies. Yankees Phillies. Two thousand. January fifteenth, twenty nineteen. January fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, seven oh seven p.m. Hot take. <laughs> Yankees Phillies World Series. Who takes it? My heart has one answer. There's only one correct answer. Um. Who gets, who do the, well, hold on. Before I answer that, who do the Phillies get? Machado or Harper? Harper. The Yankees. Machado. Phillies. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what if, so what, what if they got Harper and then Machado goes to like Chicago? The Yankees don't get him. Well, as of now, the Yankees aren't getting either of them. Okay. But you know the Yankees. You can never count them out. True. But I think that if Machado goes to Chicago, talking about the White Sox, by the way. Yes. Then, A, I don't think Chicago has the pieces to do anything. No, they're not going to win. But it's just the fact that... Oh, okay. Yankees... I, thought, I thought you were saying that you would think that then... That, that, that no, it's just the plain fact that the Yankees won't have. Right. No, no. The Yankees aren't getting either of them. Okay. What, that's what the consensus is right now. So if, if, the, if the Phillies get Machado, you got the Phillies winning. The whole thing. Yes. That is my pick as of now. How many games? 91... Not, you think they can make it to the World Series in 91 wins? I think they can make the postseason with 91 wins. You think they have the pitching to make it all the way to the postseason with the World Series? Offseason's not done yet. But yeah. Right now? Yes. Name me the Phillies starting rotation right now. No. You got Aaron Nola and everyone else. Yes. They got Jeremy Hellickson though, so he's like the World Series MVP right there. No, Aaron Nola's the Dude, World Series MVP. Come gonna, on, what not, are you talking they're about? They're not going to win with just Aaron Nola. I believe in this team. You should believe in the Yankees. I believe in... Oh, well, I believe in the Yankees, obviously. But the Yankees, I know they can win. I believe that the Phillies can win. And I believe that they can win a lot. Especially with the lineup that they have. Are we using back-to-back hot takes? Trying my hot take now? Sure. On hot takes all day. That, that's the theme of today, hot takes. Hot takes. My hot take. As much as I... Uh, do I want to say this out loud? Okay. Brewers, Yankees. Brewers win it in seven games. I don't think the Brewers have the pitching, have the pitching to out-battle the Yankees, though. Ready? I'm ready. Brewers trade for Madison Bumgarner. Um. Okay. Then, then they can win. With that bullpen, they can win. Yeah, I see that happening. Well, yeah, then they can. 
Hot take. January 15, 2019. At 7.10 p.m. There you go. What if the Yankees trade for Nolan Arenado? <laughs> <laughs> That's just... Although, although, what, the, what I did here today, fresh off the press... Hot take. Hot take? Another hot not, take? Not a hot take. Not this a hot is take. Fact. Ken Rosenthal, actually. Although, this is a take that is hot. It is. Because it's off the press. It's, it's, yes, it is hot. All right. Ken Rosenthal. So, um, Ken Rosenthal said... Good old Kenny. That the Padres are looking to get Corey Kluber from the Indians and flip him for a third baseman. So, Corey Kluber to the Yankees for Miguel and Duarte. Hot take. And then the Yankees happen to be the mystery team in the Machado sweepstakes. <laughs> and they steal Manny Machado. <laughs> they were the mystery team and the number two suitor. <laughs> That's a plot to it. All along. <laughs> and we never knew. <laughs> it, it was, it's, a, it's a 31 team uh, Major League Baseball. There's the Yankees and then there's the Yankees <laughs> B. <laughs> Your mystery team was Yankees B. The mystery team? I think I said this, I think I texted you like a couple weeks ago. I was like, watch the mystery team be the Rail Riders, the Yankees triple A <laughs> team. I think I told, I think I said that to you. <laughs> you did. That was back when the Yankees were like in it. Breaking Yankees, news, Rail Riders. It was like, it was like, in order of the teams that were most likely to get Machado, I think the Yankees were one at the time. And then the Phillies were two, and the White Sox were three. And then there was a number four. There was a mystery team. I think it was. I think I was looking at the Vegas odds of who would get Machado, and there was like a point zero zero one percent chance that the mystery team would get Machado. I was like, watch it be the Rail Riders. <laughs> now that's a Triple A game. That would be a Triple A game. That would be genius. <laughs> Can you imagine. Alright, so, I mean, I think we've covered everything that we want to talk about yeah. today, at least. There's always more arguments to be had. Always more, that. and I can't look, can't wait for our arguments next week. Hopefully, a couple more interesting things will happen, more exciting things will happen. Hopefully, Manny Machado signs, for the love of God. Yes, hopefully, Manny Machado signs. Hopefully, Bryce Harper finds a home. We'll find out what the deal is with Kyler Murray, exactly. Um... Hopefully the Pacers we'll know who's in the Super Bowl. That that's well. That'll be a topic. Yes. Um. The Pro Bowl, <laughs> I guess. And uh, the Pacers take the number one seed in the East. I don't know about next week though. I don't know, Tyler. They're only uh, three and a half out. Not next week. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't. They they can't make up four games in a week. Well, maybe not next week. Maybe no. Week. Yeah, definitely not next week. All right, so signing off for the Power Peanuts podcast, I'm Tyler Maines for Frank Pretorini. We will see you next week.